This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Pull up a stool and join us. 585-866-4FAN. 866-4326. The Sports Bar with Danger and Battaglia on the Sports Leader. 95.7 FM and AM 950. The Fan, Rochester. All right, you're back in the Sports Bar. Danger and Battaglia on the Fan and fresh from the Connor Bedard Show, the NHL Scouting Combine. Joe Yurden, Bleacher Report. Joining us now in the Sports Bar. Joe, what were your impressions? Uh... My impression, <laughs> my mouthful of stuff here. Sorry, um, your impression—that's your impression of somebody eating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, my impressions were that um, I, I, I'm way. I get I get sore watching these guys do this stuff, which I did before. And man, I it's it doesn't get any better. I watching Connor Bedard do 14 pull-ups. Made me need to sit down for a few minutes and you know just just think about life for a bit because geez man it I you know I, listen these these guys are in the in the you know they're young and in their the, the peak form of their their lives and probably not even their peak form because they're even get, they're going to get stronger and, and and better at this stuff as they go on but man oh man it, it, it's uh it's something else. It's something else to watch this go on, man. Is that a red flag still? Like I, I recall when Middlestet came out and he he struggled with the pull ups. I mean, do do teams look at that and say, mm, "Yeah, well, it's okay because he'll get stronger the, the more he's in the league"? Or is it a red flag going into it when you see a guy that struggles doing some of that physical, some of the physical things that they're being asked to do at the combine? I don't know. Uh, I mean, Middlestet got you know got a lot of crap for for not being able for doing one or none or whatever it was and the other one another guy that did none or one was sam bennett and i'm i I don't know i i watch him truck guys all over the ice like for the last like three or four years i've just watched him just run people over and you know what i don't doesn't affect me any i the, the 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 workout stuff that's not important for for what they for what they do on the ice necessarily. I mean, it's, it's, it's a strength and conditioning coaches um, thing, you know, that combine, I, the, the comparison, I, the NHL combine always gets compared to the NFL combine. And that's craziness because that it's, it's not, it's not at all comparable. It's not even close. All right. And, so, so that was going to be my question here because we know what the NFL Combine is. It's it's a dog and pony show. And if there's any football thing, we always get the same answer, Joe. 
it's the medical. It's the one chance to kind of go and you know you you get the opportunity. What is the what is the purpose of the NHL scouting combine, and how may that be different? You the the well the purpose. Uh, I think the bigger thing for for the NHL scouting combine are are the interviews these guys do with the teams uh, throughout the week. Um, you know, and that's you know, and that that I mean that's that that's kind of boring, I guess, for for the combines purposes because you know uh, it, it the 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 interviews we don't have any idea what goes on with the interviews unless the players tell us about it which a lot of players, you know, a lot of players won't. I mean, there were, there were a handful of players this, this week that wouldn't even tell us how many teams they talked to, which is, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I, I think that's something that maybe some of their, you know, some of their advisors or agents tell them, you know, Hey, don't, don't tell them, you know, how many teams you talk to, or, you know, don't even tell them, you know, some of the questions they were asking you, or, you know, don't, don't give anything away. Like they just, they don't want any of that info out there, which is, which is weird because all it does for us is 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 ask. It's like, well, you know, if you're not going to tell us who you spoke to, then we're just going to, you know, ask you. Well, did you talk to this team, or did you talk to, you know, or you know, or you know, it turns it into a whole whole thing, and you know, it keeps it secret, it keeps it boring. Which, you know, I guess that's kind of, I guess it's part of the fun, I guess. For, for them, but it's not any fun for, for us reporters because then it's like, all right, well, let's, you know, let's, let's find ways to dance around that and, and find other questions to ask you to, to try to get some information out of you. But, you know, I, you know, I, I get it. I understand, but I don't like it, but it, it just makes it, makes it less interesting for, for some of these players. And I mean, you know, I, you know, I mean, there's a ton of players there. There's, there's a lot of players that come through. But you know the, the guys that get the most questions are the guys that are probably going to get picked in the first round, if, and if not the first round, early in the second round for sure. So uh, you know, I, I don't know. It, it, it's it's very it's very. I don't know. I, I guess it's kind of boring for 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 our purposes. But you know that you know I, you're not going to glean a lot out of the the NHL combine necessarily, other than what the players want to tell us and hopefully you know hopefully some of these guys will 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 ease up on it in the future so we know that bedard will go one to chicago uh this blackhawks mm-hmm. fan is looking forward to that day i'm curious as to who the the sabers if you if you've got any inside information on who the sabers might be zeroing in on as far as what they might need down the road is there a player that could be there at 13 that that you think makes a lot of sense for buffalo um, well, I, I can tell you that, that Kevin Adams was, was kept a, kept his eyes close, kept close eyes on, on a couple of guys. And this isn't going to be, this isn't really, uh, you know, uh, hard, hard, you know, hard news and, and, and breaking information here because the two guys he watched closely were the two guys from Buffalo. <laughs> sure. Uh, he, he took a, he took a close look at Musty and, and, and McCarthy and, you know, th- these were guys that came up through the, yeah, I know. I know with 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 Musty, he's a guy who came up through the junior the junior Sabers program. So of course he's going to watch him because he he was there watching him, you know, come up through the system in the first place. So uh, you know, and, and you know, listen, Musty's Musty's going to be a first round going to be a first round pick. And you know what? If Buffalo took him at thirteen, it wouldn't be a humongous surprise to me honestly given the, you know how much he, you know, Kevin Adams would already know about him 
and you know how how you know how close they get to watch them you know just in got to watch them in general you know coming up through here he, he spent the past year playing junior hockey in Sudbury so you know and that's that's a program that I you know, is very much on everybody's radar anyways and he's gonna be a very good player especially now that he's you know he spent this past year scoring a lot of goals and getting a lot more serious about his defensive play so he's gonna be a very good player and you know Buffalo took him at 13 I mean yeah you could call it a sweetheart pick but might be it might be a really appropriate pick too at that at that position but uh you know the 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 the, everything is wide open for buffalo at that at that at that spot because they could take anybody and you know what there's not a pressing need for them at all uh when it comes to this draft at that position because they could take you know they can take a forward they could take you know the, the, the 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 defensive crop is not a real big, uh, you know, eye opener, but you know they've got, you know, they're a bit thin at defense right now throughout uh, throughout their their pipeline because you know, you've got Owen Power and Rasmus Dahlin, so you're pretty well set at that spot. But uh, there are some defensemen that that are there around there, and I've seen, you know, I've I've seen some of the. Uh, some of the names pop up there. I, there's this, um, and, and the name escapes me right now because he's because uh, it's a Russian name, and you know, I, there's you know, you're not going to see him right away anyway. Whoever they take at 13, you're not going to see him immediately anyway. So uh, it, it's it makes it a lot difficult, a lot more difficult for us to to try to pick a name out of a hat and and really narrow things down. But uh, they're going to be able to get. They're going to get somebody that's really good because I really like a lot of the guys in this draft. But uh, but for Buffalo, I mean, you, you know, you, you could pick out you could pick out about five or six names right now, and you probably got a good enough chance to say, and, and to come away at the end of the day at the end of the draft and say, ah, I picked this guy out, and, and Buffalo took him. Good for me. Joe Yurden, Bleacher Report, joining us here as uh, the NHL scouting combine taking place uh, in uh, the Queen City over the weekend um, in the draft coming up in two weeks. 28 hours from now, Joe. Um, (laughs) All right, so... I, every year I make it kind of my own tradition and, you know, with my son, like, let's just watch Gary Bettman get booed. And they've done a job now, a good job of shielding Bettman where you don't know when he's coming on and he doesn't get booed to leave him, himself to that exposure. But I just don't think I'm going to watch tomorrow night, Joe. And I, I don't think I'm going to log on to Sabres Twitter tomorrow night. Why relive things? But my gosh, it's not about this year. It's not about the Kevin Adams trade. It's about a decade here or, or, or longer. To me, it's just kind of a symbol of how we can't have nice things here in Buffalo. And and thank you for listening to me, Vent, here, Joe, because <laughs> honestly, I, tomorrow night, Wednesday, I, I, I'm going to be beside myself. I don't wish ill will on Jack Eichel, but he's got something that I think uh, most of us would say belongs in Buffalo, not out in the desert. Yeah, I don't... Uh... I, I I remember having I think we talked about this back when back when Vegas was in the was in the Stanley Cup Finals the first time around back in back in 2017 because it was just like you know I mean it was their first season in the NHL so that was that was a whole that was a whole other thing but uh, you know I mean listen I, I understand I understand Sabres fans not want not not giving any sort of care about 
anything about this Stanley Cup final because, you know, there's too many, way too many familiar names on both sides of the fence of this one, especially in Vegas. Well, I mean, especially in Florida, too, I guess, because there's a lot of them there. But, uh, but I, you know, I get it with Eichel. I understand, but, you know, listen, he, it's, he's good. It, there, 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 there's more than a couple of reasons to not want to watch, watch it for Vegas, you know, because, you know, it, no matter what, somebody's getting their first Stanley Cup out of this one. And, you know, that, that's already a very painful thing for, for Sabres fans. But if it's Jack Eichel coming away, you know, Jack Eichel's team coming away with it, I, you know, that's, that's tough. And, and you know, that they're up three to one right now. And, you know, I, I'm not putting Florida away yet, but pretty sure Matthew Kachuk's playing, playing hurt in this. Yeah. You know, there was, there was a long stretch of, of game, of game, uh, of game five there where he was, he was not looking, not looking great. Um, or game uh, sorry, game four. Yeah. Yeah, game four, he wasn't looking too great there. So, I I, I get it, but you know the the you know a lot of the the questions that that have come up today of you know you know who's who's Mark Stone get a, you know who's the second guy Mark Stone's gonna hand it to? I uh, my my money's on Jack Eichel being the second guy he's gonna give it to, especially the way Mark Stone talked about. Uh, Jack after after Vegas won here in Buffalo earlier earlier in the season and you know Jack had a hat trick I I know and I don't need to remind everybody about that game but um, but it's you know I you know listen Jack's Jack's played great he's played great all playoffs uh, he's looked very good in this series he looked great in the, in the Western Conference final I don't I, nobody wants to hear me talk about that stuff but. Uh, but yeah, I get it. I, I, I get it. If Buffalo, Buffalo fans don't want to watch any of this, but you know what? Listen, Sabres fans can, can take a lot of, you know, they ignore this one. Feel that's fine. You ignore it all you want to. That's great. Uh, because you can take a lot of solace out of the fact that the players uh, that they got out of that trade are going to play it forward for, are going to pay it forward for Buffalo for the years, you know, for the future, years to come and you know they're they're in a really great spot this, this Sabres team's going to be a menace in the NHL for years to come and you know that that's all you can ask uh, ask out of a trade like that you know listen it, it, it's a winner for Vegas it's a winner of a trade for Buffalo because I mean geez it's not it, teams that give that give up the best player in the trade don't usually come out smelling like a rose at the end of it and I think Buffalo's Buffalo's doing really is set up really, really, really well for for the years to come, and I'm not gonna you know I'm not gonna say they're gonna win one of their own here in the future, but oh boy, I really like the way they're set up. So I you know if they come away with one in the in the years to come, yeah, you know what you you they they can take it. Listen, we already watched Ryan O'Reilly lift the cup. Yeah, here. that was yeah, You know yeah. uh, we're, we're you know Sabres fans are. Unfortunately, very well, very well, already used to seeing these kinds of things. 
Joe, we're we're still uh, optimistic about what uh, Amherst season could look like next year, and, and we've got a long way to go, but we're kind of keeping tabs on who's going where and who we have coming back next year, and we know that Michael Mersch will be back. It'll be nice to have the captain back in the fold, but we also heard that Lawrence Pilot, uh, not really surprisingly, will be uh, signing in Europe and, and taking his business elsewhere. Do you have any inside intel on on who could be returning to the Rochester Americans when you look at some of these guys that, that have become unrestricted and restricted free agents here at the uh, conclusion of the season? Um, no real inside info right now, but there, I, you know what? Um, you know, I, I look at the, I look at the group and I mean, they're set up really well. They're the, 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 we already know a lot of the young guys that will be, that that'll be coming in uh, next year. We know about the Russians that'll be coming in. We know about, um, you know, we, we know about all, you know, all these guys that are, that are going to be, that are going to be there. Uh, you know, unfortunately, Matt, yeah, I mean, we, we got a we got a tiny taste of Matt Savoy there. We know he won't be in Rochester next year just because, you know, it's say it's it's either Buffalo or back to back to junior hockey for him next year. But uh, the Amherst are going to be uh, they're going to have a lot of talent on that team next year. They're going to the, the Amherst are going to be a very fun team to watch and. Uh, you know, no matter, no matter what happens, you know, no matter how things shake out with, uh, with, with camp for, for the Sabres next year, I, I have full confidence that Jason Kermanos and, and Kevin Adams and, and everybody there are, are going to, are going to have things set up very well for, for, for both, for both, for Rochester. Absolutely. Because man, I, I, I'm really excited to watch what, what happens with, with the Emirates next year. Yeah, I'm, I mean, you know, please forgive me that a lot of my attention is going to be focused on Buffalo. Of course, but I, I mean, you know, the 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 amount, the the number of players they're going to have there, and you know, listen, Rochester is going to be pretty young again. But I, you know, I I have full faith that that what with that how Carmanos and and Seth Appert and and, and the crew uh, throughout the the Sabers and Amherst organization get things set up there. They're going to be they're going to be in a, they're they're going to be in a really good way. So. It, it's going to be a lot of fun uh, to watch how things go there, and uh, you know what? I, you know, listen, Amherst are going to be—they're going to be fun. They're, they should be very good, and you know, uh, uh, the the way the way things are going right now, there's a lot to be excited about for next season. I know, you know, we're, we got a lot of time to go before that before that really kicks into gear here, but but boy, oh boy, the the way the way the season ended and the way things are set up to you know for for next year and years to come, it, it looks really good. Joe, last one for me, and um, and actually, I'm going to ask both of you guys, uh, Danger and Joe, the, the same question here because nobody's paying attention to this. I don't fault anybody, but um, if the Amherst go out, at least you could say, well, you know what, they lost the Calder Cup champion. Maybe not. Uh, Coachella Valley winning game one five nothing over Hershey. They won game two four nothing over Hershey. Um, does that change your opinion? <laughs> or maybe there's this super team out west we don't even know about here. No, it, no, it doesn't change my it doesn't change my opinion at all. Coachella Valley's had a great season out west. You know, I, it's very hard to keep tabs on them uh, with how things go in the AHL. But no, I, this doesn't change my opinion about what what happened there. Hershey's a really Hershey was a Hershey was the best one of the best teams in, in the Eastern Conference to begin with. So, no, it does it, it doesn't change my opinion of what happened there at all. Uh, it just tells me that Coachella Valley is really good. You know, they're a really good team, and and Joey Dackard's 
had a great, he's had a great season for, for, for the Firebirds. And yeah, yeah, not, 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 not feeling too bad about, not, not feeling too bad about the way things broke down, but man, it's, it, it's wild to watch Hershey get kind of, kind of punked out yeah, a little yeah. bit there in the first couple of games. Cause they look, uh, cause they looked, they, I mean, they were really tough. Yeah. They were really, really tough. So, uh, you know, but, uh, but we'll see. It's a two, three, two series. So this, I mean, this whole thing could, could turn on its head the next, uh, the next couple of games, but it's, it, you know, listen, Hershey's got to win one first before, uh, before we get talking about any, anything like that. Joe floors yours. Tell everybody where I can get more of your work here this off season. Well, you can you can find my uh, you can find a lot of my work at uh, at Bleacher Report. Certainly, I got a got a got a got a piece about uh, some of the prospects and and what you know uh, what some of those guys their comparisons are in the NHL. I mean, you know, take it with a grain of salt if you want to, but uh, but there are similarities with some of these guys, and uh, got to you know got to look at them. Got to got to got to get your uh, got to get your your notebooks in 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 order before uh, the draft comes around in a couple weeks and find my work there find my work at notedhockey.com as well lots of sabers and amerks related stuff there uh and yeah find me on find me on twitter well as long as twitter's still around anyways i guess <laughs> yeah uh, find me there at joe yerdon j-o-e-y-e-r-d-o-n our favorite noted jerk joe yerdon joe thanks buddy and let's uh let's talk around draft time all right Absolutely, yeah, and I'll be ready for it. You got it, thanks. Joe Yurden, Bleacher Report, here in the Sports Bar with Danger and Bataglia, a little recap of the NHL scouting combine and a look ahead to the draft and what the Sabres might be looking to do with pick 13. Do you think Amherst fans would be like, <laughs> Hershey down by a combined score of 9-0? I, well, how many? Combined Eight. score of 9-0. Nine, nine, nine times. It's a good team. Yeah, good team. And after the first game, I'd be like, ah, oh, that's no big deal. That's what the Amherst yeah. did to Hershey. Well, those are the first two losses on the road this postseason for the Hershey Bears. And they were embarrassed in both games. Hmm. Coachella Valley. <laughs> oh, I just don't like it. I don't like a team from California. Palm Springs. I don't like a team from Rich California. Yeah. You can always tweet us at the fan Rochester. I'm at AKA Mike Danger. He's at Gene Battaglia. <laughs> One of our regulars, Greg, tweeting, do you think Joe Yurden should charge for this therapy session today listening to Gene Battaglia event? <laughs> Joe is very patient, a very well, patient man. Like, doesn't that, like, help when you visualize things that might be unpleasant? You like, to think I'll, of how this is going to go? I'll push back a little bit on one thing. And I've been the, the person who screams louder than anybody that I want fans to boo Bettman unmercifully. When presenting the Stanley Cup. But in the case of Vegas, those fans shouldn't boo him. They should applaud him with grace and, and like, over-the-top admiration. Yeah, like, honestly. like He the gave them a, a cup. cup. He gave yes. them a cup. Yes. You, you, you're you going to have a franchise in Vegas? Here, let me give you a cup. Now, that was year one they got to the final. And they're back now, and, and Jack as it turns out, was probably the missing piece, the thing that they needed. They just put him a little over the top, a little coaching change, a little culture change, and Vegas is on the precipice of winning their first Stanley Cup in, what is it, year six of their organization? Is it six? I don't even know. It's ridiculous. It's, don't yeah. boo him. You cheer, cheer for him. him. Yeah. You put him up in your shoulders. Do a, do a parade with Bettman. Put Batman on the float. He's the guy that got you this. 
Vegas, you Vegas, awesome. There's no franchise more deserving of a Stanley Cup. Shut up. Yeah. I I mean, like, I hope he gets booed, but I wouldn't blame them if they just threw him on his shoulders. Made yeah, Stone should hand the cup to Bettman after he's done with it. Do a lap and hand it off to Bettman. Thanks, Gary. <laughs> That's actual laughter. That Jack, <laughs> Jack, get in line. Bettman gets the cup after I do. Yes. I've always wanted to hoist a Stanley Cup. Now I can. Thank you, Vegas. Appetizers next in the sports bar. They're not holdouts, but there's a couple of big-name running backs that still haven't signed their franchise tender and will be missing out on their team's mandatory minicamps. We'll let you know the latest with that. And in, in, in Jacksonville, like I'd give you, if you haven't seen this story, a hundred guesses as to where they're discussing as an option to play in case they do get displaced. You're never going to come up with it. And also, it, it might be so crazy it's good. Also, oh yeah, the hottest. Woo! I still, I mean, I'm excited for it. But never has a uniform been this synonymous with losing. And yet we can't get enough. We're so excited to see when the creamsicles return to the NFL. We have the date now. We do. We'll get into that in more next uh, NFL appetizers on the way here in the sports bar. Danger and Bataglia on the fan Rochester. Odyssey has sports for every fan. Keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 